Angela. <laughs> you just, I just got to that or part where I got further, but in the part in your podcast, but you said <laughs> Sarah puts her pussy on live for a thousand dollars. So that is a old, old vine. I know what it a is. A homeless but... guy walking up to a video, like someone like on a newscast and he goes, put your pussy on live. I'll give you a thousand dollars. You were so drunk. It was really uh, talking in cursive. Mm, yeah, you were. As soon as the podcast started, I was like, "Holy shit!" What is this? The most recent one? Yeah, it, he, like he has his—he's got a sober voice, and then he uh, can get like two, three in him. Yeah. He's just talking like this, and everything connects into one, and it's okay. just. Uh, but it's, like, it's fully coherent most of the time. Uh-huh. All right. He's, Sorry, no, I just, I want to go around in circle and what's our like drunk trait that we have that only comes out Ooh. when we get drunk? Ooh. Who well, do you become? Well, her name's Chloe. The Bratz doll? I wish. Okay. I wish. Um, you grow big ass lips and a <laughs> tiny waist? Levi, last night did my lip liner <laughs> to make it look like I got a like filler on my bottom oh lip. Oh my God. Levi. It was great. He just I... put like a nude liner like under so it made it look like there was more of a shadow. Oh. And it made it actually look bigger. Genuinely, I was really impressed. <laughs> anyway, um, oh. so Chloe is my alter drunk ego. alter ego. Yeah. Which, oh, you have a name for her. Well, that started in college. Okay. Um, but she doesn't come out very often anymore. Okay. I think it's just because I'm an adult. Fair enough. But also my tolerance. We're, we're learning. <laughs> we're all learning. Um, but she loves to either hit someone, but not like <laughs> get in a fight. Like, hey. Can I can I slap you across the face? <laughs> I don't know why. No, I totally. Or I cry. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no in between. Or mm-hmm. I, do, I could do both actually, but there's no middle yeah. ground. It's one or the other or both. No, I was just gonna say I become I one of two things. Uh-huh. I become one a social justice warrior. <laughs> um, I had a friend whose boyfriend was an immigrant from Mexico, and I had just read the book American Dirt, which mm-hmm. is about um asylum seekers from mm-hmm. the drug cartel, and they try to come to America. And I was like three two hearted in, and I started bawling and apologizing for all of American oh. society <laughs> for making it hard for asylum seekers to come here. <laughs> What so was that's his reaction? Yeah, was he, he like was, okay, he was very appreciative? But I don't remember right. because I was so right, weird. right. Um, so that's one side of me. Or I become very, very aggressive and want to hit something. Um, this weekend I poured a beer on somebody because <gasps> they were talking nice. about my boyfriend, and I was like, Ooh, but yes. it was also his best friend. So oh, <laughs> it was like so he can really talk shit about him. Yeah, it was, it was really bad. So those are my two toxic traits. Steph, do you have one off the top of your um, head? Or- I like to arm wrestle, <laughs> which actually. We're, we gotta do it after. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will. No because, way. Um, Rush from last night sent me a video, which I put in the little real thing. Guys were arm wrestling last night and I totally Shut missed it. Dang it. That was your time to shine. Josiah talking to the mic, talking to the mic. Oh, oh yeah. We are recording, by the way. So yeah, yeah we, we know. know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I don't know. Someone asked me to arm wrestle last night, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like everyone's arm. It must be. Wait, a someone more- challenged you to. It was just wrestling? randomly. Hey, bro, you want to arm wrestle? And I'm like, not really. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know you. Oh, not especially. <laughs> especially at Anchor Bar, it's like a you'd have to like really find somewhere to do it. There, it, that place was packed, mm-hmm. jamming for more. The, the guys yeah. doing it were outside over like. They were using one of the garbage cans. <laughs> yeah, like, that's resourceful. I, I respect that, it, honestly. Absolutely. I don't know if that's the most sturdy, like if that was the most accurate True. Arm, arm wrestle match of right. all time, but gets the job done. 
you know, it, it could for yeah. all the, they could have laid down on the sidewalk and just, yeah, <laughs> right. That down. Down, right down. We could do that outside. <laughs> okay, so after this recording, yeah, yeah. We're, we're armrest. Let's out turn it. Definitely. We'll put the whole, what's that called? Uh, bracket. We'll do a bracket. Oh, mm -hmm. wrists. And I feel like you have to have really good wrists. So I don't know if I'll do well, but whatever. not anymore. Back in my prime, I could have, but not anymore. <laughs> I'm already past it. So it's your arm wrestling prime? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. That was my college days when I used to hit people for fun. Oh, Chloe. Right. Mm -hmm. Chloe. Right. That yeah. was that was Chloe. Chloe was Chloe's really good. Okay. <laughs> so it sounds like yesterday was fun, though. I couldn't be there. So tell me a little bit about you were obviously. Nice. Are you in Grand Rapids permanently? I know you're from here. I live in Chicago now. Oh, OK. Got you. Mm -hmm. So you were just in town for, for a Malort. For, yeah. Okay. For a Malort. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, so my coworker and I came, we did like a trade show yesterday. And so officially Malort launched in Michigan in December. Yeah. And oh, since I then I was like, okay, but we need to do an official kickoff. And so yes. somehow it just happened to not happen until gorgeous now. Right. Um, I also I had like connected with Jeremy Rush who works at Anchor Bar like a long, long time ago. So I, I knew like, okay. When we do it, we'll do it there. It was yes. a really perfect spot for it, I think. Yeah. Like the demographic who's gonna drink it, who's gonna come, and they're gonna they're coming to coming to, to drink. Yeah. And they're yeah, coming yeah. to drink Malort. Right. right. Exactly. It was those I prizes. just realized we like didn't introduce you, which oh, is like yeah. vital to this podcast. And please forgive us, <laughs> listeners. We are still trying to like figure out how to do it. We were this. just having a good time. But this yeah. is just we're having so much fun that we forget like you guys don't right. know stuff. And so with us is Steph. Hi. <laughs> she works for Malort as what is your official title exactly? Um, it's director of marketing. Okay, which is misleading because our marketing she's marketing a director. Team is just me, so I'm mm. technically also like the marketing intern, marketing. So everything. you're director of yourself, but yeah. Also yeah. a lot of responsibility. That's dope. Yeah, wow. very cool. Yeah, kind of scary, but also so. Rewarding. Is it? Are you by yourself because Malort really hasn't traveled that much? out of Chicago or what's going on there? Well, good question. Um, it hadn't for like its entire, the length of its, I don't know, like that it's been around except for two years ago, um, we started expanding the brand. So actually now Malort was in 25 states. Whoa. Yeah. I had really no idea what Malort was, never heard of it, never nothing until yeah. after college and I had a couple good friends move to Chicago. Right. And I'd visit and they're like, oh, you have to do a shot of Malort. It's like a rite of passage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is this? Bug spray, yeah. celery, <laughs> yeah. liqueur. <Toxic. laughs> right. What's going on? Right. And they love, they just watch. They're like, oh, we got to see your face. Mm -hmm. None of them drink it. They just make the people. I, actually, it's growing on me after the it's last couple thing. of weeks, like drinking yeah. a lot of I mean, it. What we're drinking is great. Like, oh, some, yeah. It's nice when it can be like disguised. So it's great in a cocktail. It's great by itself, you know? But yeah. that's fair that Chicago has kind of like the rights to Malort's our drink. Like we right, drink Malort. Right. You're coming here. You're drinking Malort. Yeah. At least mm -hmm. a shot for sure. It's like the pride of Chicago because it's from there, right? It is. So it's technically Swedish is where its roots wow. are. Yes, um, we did talk a, about that. Oh, okay, it's a Swedish <laughs> uh, yes. digestive. And so way back, like in the early 1900s, a Swedish immigrant named Carl Jepsen, which is where it gets the name Jepsen's Malort. He came, immigrated to Chicago, and he just like started making his own like homebrew of Malort in his basement. Um, also, Malort is the Swedish word for wormwood, which is the main ingredient. Right. Yep. Which gives it the super bitter taste. Uh, so he just started like 
peddling it out of his house and selling it door to door. Then prohibition happened. But right. we love good prohibition who doesn't? for the creativity juices. So Carl, though, was sneaky and he found a loophole and he was like, well, this is an alcohol. This is medicinal. Uh-huh. And the authorities were like, oh, yeah, no one would drink that intentionally uh-huh. like for fun. Big brain. Right. Yeah, actually. So he got around it and then um, it just kind of like grew like on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, he eventually sold the company to an attorney who put it in like a labeled bottle. So okay. it wasn't like that's when it like officially got, which is essentially the label it still has. Hasn't really changed. Sure. It is. It is quite like it's like a gothic looking. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's it an is. older vibe. I like it. it. But I like it, though. It's different. It's, it's different. Right. Than it is. Everyone's trying unique. to do something new. And yeah. And so was Earth this Tony? Was yeah. this was, <laughs> this going to sound funny? But is this the American prohibition? And he was just a Swedish immigrant? Or was it the sweet? Was there a Swedish prohibition, too? Or? Um, it was the American prohibition. Okay, yeah. I don't know if there was a Swedish one. I mean, I don't know. They have weird alcohol laws often. Can we look that up over there? <laughs> like literally, I, I was there for a day and I think there was a weird rule that you couldn't have anything above 1% alcohol after like 5 p.m. You couldn't buy Just anything. that one day? No, it was oh. every day. Oh. But it was just like we were trying to have dinner and grab a beer. And we had gone to a brewery beforehand and had a bunch of beer. And then it was like, oh, well, it's after five. You can't buy anything with like a lot of alcohol in it. So we had something with literally 0.5% alcohol. It was awful. And I was like, what kind of rules? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I wouldn't be surprised if they had a prohibition. All right. right. So Swedish prohibition. Uh, 1922, there was one year. And August 27th, 1922, Swedish prohibition was passed. Um, and then one year later to the date, August 27th, 1923, it was repealed. So for one year, you could not drink in Sweden. What? Also found on this search, there is a law that prohibits seals from being trained in Sweden. <laughs> which number, is, no, which is clearly not. Thank you for that. <laughs> Fun fact. Those damn temperance like, movement Still, people. like that's, a, that's an active law happening? Yes. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Oh, wow. So maybe he was fleeing the Swedish prohibition. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder know. how many countries have prohibitions now that I, I mean, I just thought it, it was, was an American. Movement. It was just a feeling. Is it like, like, was it the church? It was how we probably. all feel on a Monday yeah, after a weekend, but like for three years, they're like, I'm not drinking stuff anymore, guys. But then it lasted for years. But people were, and people were like moonshining. They were making hooch. Malorting. Yeah. They were malorting. They were malorting. Out there, malorting. Yeah. They found a way. They found a way. So 25 states. In two years since since yeah, you roughly since like 2019, I think. Wow, it's yeah. incredible! And so. during COVID too, you you got you still yeah, tried to get your crazy your brand we, out. We added we added quite a few in 2020, which was an interesting because people were drinking, drinking in true. 2020. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people, which I think it's true, um, they said like if. You know, if 2020 was a drink, it'd be more so very, very Honestly, fair. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. That's pretty on brand. It goes down bitter, but you always remember it. Yes. Yeah. And the aftertaste is pretty poor. Yeah. Right. But right. In a way that I'm going to drink it again. Yeah. Yeah. I I won't drink drink 2020. I'm not. I drink my Lord again. (laughs) What year is it? 2022. Okay. 21 was fun. 2020. No, that sucked. Yeah. It was a (laughs) <laughs> no it was bad so people just needed new content with covid they're like oh this mm-hmm. is great and so how long have you been working for so are you officially working for malore or is it jeps jepsons or so good question technically 
I work for a distillery, which is called CH Distillery. Okay. And um, our company purchased Malort in 2019. So that's also kind of why it started standing. Oh, before okay. that, it was owned by just one woman. Um, and she was like in her 70s running the wow. company. She had no like sales team, marketing, nothing. And okay, then um, this bartender named Sam came along. He was a big fan. And he started... Um, I think it was by, back then it was a Malort Facebook page, maybe Instagram later. And so he got a cease and desist from her, mm-hmm. but he ended up meeting with her at the end of the meeting. Instead of like trying to sue him, she hired him. So he was nice. like part-time marketing. So he it, like did a lot of the initial groundwork. Yeah. Cause he had a genuine love right. for it. And he's exactly. like, this could be something yes. let's, let's take it and let's, yes, let's do completely. it. And that's like really what's driven the brand this whole time is just, this like underground, like cult following, like usually starting in like dive bars with like bartenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really like who's grown the brand. So it's amazing that this True. is like the first time it's had when we bought it is the first time it's had any like outside sources besides just the owner and the one part time marketing guy. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Pretty crazy. Does, so you've exploded essentially, like really, if you think about it. Yeah. And it's like weird because it was like this like slow, it just like has a slow rise. Um, and now, but yeah, now yeah. that we've like added more exploding and yeah. That's very And cool. you're actively looking to get into other ones, I'm assuming? Or? Like strategically, like okay. certain ones, you know, Um, because there's definitely like more demand in some places than mm-hmm. others. It's, it's sort of like as a like kind of like trickles out so like chicago and then like midwest midwest and moving is probably out. yeah but then there's randomly like portland oregon like huge underground oh following. i believe it and I we're not in it. oregon yet so oh like they, have they want it illegal so hard. yeah so like they go have they cross state lines for yes because we're in washington so oh, no that's, way. that's cool to know that's, that's what i do yeah in oregon we're coming soon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is I always get marketing and advertising kind of intertwined, but I know they're different. They, they're kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. So is that kind of your main role is to just keep expanding and pushing it to get to other states? Like what kind of relationships need to happen? Who do you talk to? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a politician? Is it a, who makes <laughs> right. those decisions that like, yeah, we're going to put these like, or is it true? Like, I have business, no idea. You know, like, I don't know right. how alcohol laws work as far no as clue. like sales go, things like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. This is interesting to say that too, because so before this job, I had not, I like worked at a bar for a year in Chicago, like yeah. when I first moved there and then had not had like jobs in the industry at all since then. So yeah. this was also a big like learning curve for yeah. me. So um, because of prohibition, um, suppliers can't sell directly to um, like uh, customers as far as like bars and like retail stores. Okay. So you have to work through a distributor. Okay. Every state has like different rules around that. But it's called the three tier system. Some states have four tiers. So some states like the states like regulated others. It's distributor based. So it's Hmm. part of it is like finding a distributor that's a good fit in a state. And then also just like getting um, the state to approve like your liquor being sold there. Yeah. So. okay, Gotcha. That's so interesting. So a lot of work is being done on your part then. That's great. Yeah. Oh, we got oh. tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. The catering's Tim here. Dotto's Tacos <laughs> has catered this event. I told you. Officially. I told you. Wow. We always have tacos, it seems. <laughs> yes. Well, we were going to get Chick-fil-A, but then they didn't deliver, so. What? Ooh. How sinful of them, honestly. I know. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? They're on probation. <laughs> Put them on probation now. 
And so moving to Chicago, I guess, how did you get started with Melora? That's one thing I want to know. Um, so I feel like it should it should be like a really good story. Like I won some <laughs> yeah. like Malort chugging contest yeah. to get the job. I, would, I, I hope not. something exists like that. But I feel like that. Would but be so um, a recruiter found me online and mm-hmm. like asked if I would be interested. I'm like, okay, well I have no experience in the industry, so other than bartending kind of at the like, time, right? Like in I've Chicago. done like marketing, but not for any kind of spirit. So yeah, I was like, sure, and kind of didn't take it seriously because I knew I like wasn't going to be like the top of the list. Mm, right. Um, so I came in for an interview. My first interview, I don't know if this was planned or unintentional, but so I like met with like different people at the company, like one on one, like 30 minutes here and there. Mm-hmm. Every single person, though, like as soon as we started, they're like, well, we better start with a shot of Malort. So it's like 1030 <laughs> in the morning and I had three shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is going great. They were trying to get you loosey goosey. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get to know the see real how, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See how I do. So. <laughs> You obviously killed it. So well, no, because this oh, is actually very on brand. I would now that I'm thinking about it. So <laughs> I made it to like the top three, and then I didn't make it. Didn't make the cut for the top two. Oh, but I was like, I get it. They probably ha- actually have experience in this. <laughs> so I moved on, and then like a month later, the recruiter came back and she's like, "Ooh, neither of the two other candidates worked out. Like, would you want to like go for it again?" I'm like, "Did they want like their third choice? Like, sure, I'll do it." But <laughs> yeah. So then I got the job. So I'm like, actually. That is very Malort. No, I think that is a great <laughs> yeah, story. That, Don't kid That yourself. tracks. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. And a fun, that's a fun kind of like a, I did it. It's kind of like um, Michael Jordan, like getting cut in eighth grade. <laughs> like basically the same. I had no idea that happened, but what a great question. Wait, are you the Malort, Michael Jordan? <laughs> I think she is. Wait, holy shit. <laughs> never officially called him the that, but. Duncan. Can I have your autograph? Yeah. I'll take it, Yeah. <laughs> The Malort Michael Jordan. So oh, where did no. you bartend in Chicago? Was that that must have been cool, right? It was. Um, yeah, it was great. So I don't know how it is here, but in Chicago, I feel like there's so many bars that a lot of them have like they're they're in their heyday, like the first like three to five years. So I started really? this bar like year two. OK, Um, it was kind of it was near um, a college campus and it was like a sports bar. So it was kind of like college bar, but also it wasn't like, the Spartans bar. Actually, no, it was called Grand Central. And um, I can't remember what college. (laughs) Andrew went to college in in, uh, Chicago for a while. DePaul? No, I went uh, way outside the city of Chicago. uh, Suburbs as a reference, I guess. But I lived two and a half years in the city of Chicago. Where at? And uh, Viagra Triangle. That's where I live. Yeah. No way. My first ever bartending job in the city was a bar called the Zebra Piano Lounge. Wait, I lived in that building. <laughs> Above it? Shut that's up. where, that's where I, lived. I lived. You lived there too? I lived on the ninth floor, yeah. I always Wait, joked, we were roommates? Yeah. Oh my god, I they were joked, roommates. I lived in a two-bedroom apartment with what I would always joke is a thousand roommates because there's cockroaches fucking everywhere in that building. Yeah, that building yeah. was. But I had ew. three roommates. And this is when I was 22. I was out of college at that point. 22 years old. I had three roommates and we all lived in one room. We had three. We had three full size beds. Boom, 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 boom. Murphy bed, mega bed. No, not necessarily, but we might as well been. Yeah, exactly. You all snuggled so hard. So well, we all heard each other snore. Put it that way. Yeah. What okay. about um, <laughs> any other activities, or you just didn't do that there? Sock on the door is very important. Very yeah. important. <laughs> very it's like a college important. drunk. It was just <laughs> the well, other roommate that didn't just, sleep we, in. The room. We all just got out of college, so it just felt like 
college. You know what I mean? Right. But like we paid $2,200 for this tiny ass apartment. That no. was a two bedroom. Yeah. I was amongst three, but it's 2200 flat. So whatever. In Chicago, that's not bad with three people. Right. Putting it no, three ways. And I was bartending. But my bar, as you know, Steph, mm-hmm. was directly ab- below. That's a really yeah. easy commute. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. hash hash a go go no longer exists. Right. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Taco is my go-to. Oh, like, I love three, Velvet Taco. Yeah. We we'll, hope we'll all of our ner- Chicago people are like appreciating this. Because me and Claire are just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was going to ask like, whereabouts <laughs> in Chicago you lived, but this was the best way to bring yeah. it out. I'm that so was, glad. Yeah, that I don't even it. know where this place is you're talking about. Michigan Street is like the main drag, right? Yeah. Of like yeah. downtown. Like, Wait, all the where's tersi. the American Girl doll store? And then tell me from there. So walk about 25 minutes north once Michigan Street stops being so touristy. And that's exactly the Viagra Triangle. Are you saying American Girl? doll is touristy how uh, dare yes. you no that's where all the locals hang out <laughs> I mean I would I go there every time wait if you Chicago. were an American girl doll who would you be dude Kaya's like super cool Kaya the Native American girl, I know who Kaya she has is. a husky puppy and <laughs> gets to be outside all day that's all I have to say about that I hate all to right. say it but I'd be Kate Kittredge anyway <gasps> do you know bitch. anything about American yeah, girl yeah, dolls yeah oh yeah we call her oh, clit- yeah. Clit- um, Clitteridge in my household <laughs> There's actually like a a rogue like fan account that like makes Glit fun Clitteridge. of Kit Kitteridge, <laughs> the American Girl doll. I would hundred percent be her, and it's unfortunate, but I would <laughs> like. I know that's that so Felicity. I know she was also so pretentious crap. bitch. It's so the Great Depression. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you know, and she was like a Nancy Drew type. Oh right, yeah. She was. She had a movie. She wanted it was, to be a journalist or some shit. And Sophia I Rob, they all I had aspirations, her. which was annoying. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's hilarious. Anyway, um, so you were living in Chicago. No, yes. no, what? for American Girl doll. Oh, oh she had one. Um, oh, sorry, you had one. Okay. I'm so sorry, Samantha. <gasps> she was also the little like bougie, but yeah. her grand Mary. Oh my god, her little she had everything handed to her. <laughs> But she was an orphan, so like you know, we had to so feel sorry have, for yeah, her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. It's cool. Damn, <laughs> I'm so hard. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's all because of this Instagram account that like I know all of the bitchy dirt and all of the American Girl. <laughs> you know there was. Are you like, you're up to date on my the sister American Girl doll like, tea. My sister lives in Washington, and like most of the time when we talk, it's because we're talking shit about American Girl dolls. <laughs> From, it's like such a niche conversation. I'm so glad this got brought up. Um, <laughs> so funny <laughs> how is there bitchy dirt because aren't they all like around 12 they're like, literally like eight I think. Yeah, yeah yeah but people like make stories up about them and like assume oh. things about them and i i i see them on twitter and i see it on instagram i see it on tiktok even yeah just like people gotta, talking shit down about this rabbit hole it's, different it's a <laughs> different American girl it's a community that like they're yeah. we were all thinking it when we were little but like as adults we just grew into it and now we post it on social media i could never afford a real american girl doll though so i yeah, only same. had the um the mini versions of them or i, I just like no so they're like they're tiny. they're like yeah probably about that big um or i played like the games online on the website to just like pretend i had I an american had girl games. doll like Oh, yeah. There was one, oh, and yeah. I I think it was Samantha's, and they like we made like blueberry muffins online. It was really fun. Uh, I played that, that one the most. That was all. actually Felicity's. No wait, was it Samantha's? Yeah, it, it could have been. It was Samantha's. Actually, I stand corrected. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, those are good times. Such simple. Anyway, time. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one thing I always want to ask bartenders, like regardless, is what's a crazy story that you have from your time at the. What was bar. the Grand Central, yes, you said? wow. Yeah. Great. Nice. Great, Great. memory. Um, I would have not. So I, okay. So my first uh, weekend shift, we did, we had brunch and we had um, like really cheap draft beer specials. Nice. So I, and we had these super deep booths. So we had, um, 
like a group of like 10 guys came in for brunch, all got draft beers. So I'm bringing them on a tray. And but like the tables had this like little slight little like lip on the edge. <laughs> so as I set it down, it like hits that wrong and they all go pouring all over them. And the no. and the booth is like too deep that they just like can't escape it. They're just like <laughs> stuck in there. It's like a wave pool. That's yeah, not like just <laughs> accepting it. Like it, this is just happening. They were really nice about it. But I was so embarrassed. And oh then it was God. like that was the fir- their first drink. So I had to like keep serving them the whole rest like, of and they're sopping their time. wet. And yeah. they're sopping wet. Sticky. I really they doubt they probably. cared, to be honest yeah. with you. They were I'm like, sure well, fuck it. Fine. We're already here in this deep booth. Right. <laughs> we're stuck. Right. And you so probably dropped something, I would oh, yeah. imagine. Oh, so yeah. they're like, boys, we're staying. It's like, like worth it's, it. Yeah. She owes us. It's right. Fine. Right. <laughs> like, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I'm glad they were nice about it though. And I not know. like assholes. Cause yeah. I've seen people be just oh, yeah, for sure. complete dicks. Right. I'm sure you have as well. Right. In your time. Um yeah. I don't know, bartending. Serving. I know. Did you, you did both then? Mm-hmm. Mm. At the same place? Yes. So you were there that whole time. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So I understand you brought some cocktails yes, with I you did. as well. Mm-hmm. I wonder, we've put the can, because they're canned cocktails, which is so cool. Right. I love that they that's are. a thing. We did not know they existed. We didn't know it existed. They haven't mm-hmm. learned them. And we've put them in the ice to chill. So <laughs> Jepson's hopefully, Malort. Hopefully they'd be ready. Spritz? Yes. Tell so, us a little bit about them. I will. Um, so we partnered with a brewery in Chicago called Mars Brewing. And... They actually came up with the recipe, but they like the guy who runs it is sort of like this like mad scientist where he likes to just like concoct little creations. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So then he brought he made it, brought some over to um, the owner of our company. He was like, try this. I think this like actually this could be good. Um, so then he tried it and we all tried it. And we're like, whoa, this is this is really good. Yeah. Um, so then we decided to make it. But so they. So we don't have like a cannery, so right. they have to like officially make it. Plus, like, like do he everything. made the recipe, so it's a little more like on him, but but it still features Malort. Yeah, yeah, so. and there's Malort in it, so you know. Oh my gosh! So you have an evil scientist working, but you said he doesn't work for right. He works for a brewery, right? But he just was another fan of Malort yeah, like, and dedicated like, diehard, and was like, "Hey guys, I made this thing. Mm-hmm. Can we?" And so you guys, is this your first? cocktail that's canned or just like first canned thing it is yeah yeah. well i should say there's also a coffee company in chicago that does a malort cold brew coffee in a can what What? is it alcoholic or is it not it's non though okay so it's like i don't know how the how the whole process works but it's like making the beans in malort or something Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, that's the technical way. To so there's just a, a a note, a malort note yes. on the beans. Okay. Yes. Oh, so it's a it's a malort spritz. So it's like a riff off of an aperol spritz. Yeah, right? kind of like yeah. 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 You do have to like a nice pink color, mm-hmm. which I do. I, I love, love aperol yeah, spritz. That's the second drink I ever ordered at Buffalo Traders. Oh. Lane made me an aperol something or other. I think it was probably a blitz because that was his riff. I think. But Don't I love. I'm know. a blitz. I'm a, a spritz girl. I do like a good bubble. I do. Same. Yeah, definitely. I've gotten a, Levi makes me this uh, uh, champagne Negroni. I don't remember what it's called. Like a bubble. Just like, put a Negroni, but the bu- it's bubbles instead yeah. of any spirit. It's um, 
quite delicious after Definitely. you've had a couple other mm-hmm. <laughs> so so like, let's calm it down a little right, bit right. get some bubbles instead oh it's quite pretty I feel like I should we should be outside for this you I know? know yeah 90 yeah. degrees in if, Michigan and if it wasn't right. unbearably hot I know I would say, let's do it but all right well let's dig into this this looks good I'm excited cheers cheers to you Steph cheers thanks for coming in I'll connect the chairs having me yes and for telling us more about Malort. Mm-hmm. I know. This is a very educational. Oh, shoot. We, we have to express some. Oh, we forgot. Children. Thank you. Thanks for keeping We were an eager, mm-hmm. eager beavers. Thank you, Malort. Love it. Thank you. We got to keep fitting those in because I really do want to do the count. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's good. <laughs> there we go. That's really yummy. It is. It's bright. It's refreshing. I could taste the malort, but mm-hmm. it's really, really like it's. That's boat juice. That's boat yeah. juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where can we get this? Is this something we I can know, get? Not only in, yet. in Chicago. Oh. Yeah. And right now it's well, actually, they it was just at we have like a tasting room and then the brewery has a tasting room. So originally it was just at those two places. And now they've just opened it up to other like you can get it in stores and at bars in Chicago currently. Wow. I'm going to take a, a page out of the Portland book and cross state lines for this. <laughs> Honestly. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I might. I might. 100%. I'm going to Chicago next month. I might have to just pop some on the Perfect. train. With I'll give you some money if you take. What are you going for? Um, <laughs> A couple of things, but <laughs> American Girl doll store is number one. Yeah, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Uh, no, my birthday, my birthday's in June and my best friend's birthday's in June. She lives in, uh, oh, oh my God, where oh my she God. Lives. happy birthday, Claire. Yeah. June 8th, okay? Everyone remember. That's my parents' anniversary. <gasps> my parents' anniversary is 420. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes. They just Did they know what it was? No, not at the time. It was <laughs> 85 or 83 or okay. something crazy, but not crazy, but yeah, you know, nice. But, uh, no, my best friend Carly, she lives in Lincoln Park. Um, mm-hmm. And I take the train down quite frequently because I'm not driving. Yeah. No shot. I don't yeah. know where I'm going to park. Yeah. And parking freaks me out. I'm super like, I right. I plan everything out. Mm-hmm. She does have to pick me up from the uh, train station, but that's that's about all the driving that we need to do. I mean, but, yeah. And like you're going all the way to visit her. So I think it's fair. Right. But she's got some stores real close. And uh, if you could send me like a map. <laughs> sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Unless they're in every little um, like I'll drop pins. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you, Steph. And we'll mm-hmm. share those pins for, yeah. for those who want to try it because it is so delicious. It's dangerous. That it's it is. Yeah. Very scary. It is. It's a beautiful pink color as well. And the Malort with the grapefruit. I think that's a really nice pairing. Yeah. It's weird because they're both so bitter. So you'd kind of think like too much bitter, but no. The weird and part that- is like. Malort pairs well with other. It all stuff. works so well together. That last I'm just cocktail we had was this was grapefruit and malort yeah. as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. There was well gin yes. and malort and grapefruit and some other things, but yes, yes, it's it does the herbal like they're and the holding citrusy, hands. They just hang out so well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they know. Do. Yeah. So one question I also want to ask you, and we've I think I want to ask many guests is um, what is one thing that you've learned in this industry, mm-hmm. and one thing that's very hard in this industry mm. maybe as a woman maybe just in mm-hmm. general but like we're trying to get the perspective of, of right. females and 
the beverage industry. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's I guess, a question I have. Because we, mm-hmm. we share a lot of struggles with, you know, men in the same industry, but we also have a yeah. lot of our own significance. Yes. Yeah. I'm an engineer. And so I oh. am used to being the only woman in the room. I'm also mm-hmm. used to being the youngest in the room. And so there's a lot yeah. of struggles with that. And I think Claire can probably relate to both yeah. of those things. Yep. So. For sure. Yeah. I, I'll say, so it wasn't really until this role where now I'm more like management level, but again, sort of misleading since I don't really manage anyone, but, um, <laughs> you manage so, 25 States. I feel like that's a lot right, of people. Right. <laughs> that is. Direct. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. She directs, she directs them. them. <laughs> um, so it was interesting. Like this is the first job where I am like in a room and it's just me with men. And so that's mm-hmm. just an interesting dynamic, um, that I hadn't had before. So like, yeah, you guys can relate. It's just, um, yes. I feel like in a way, like there's almost like I probably put more pressure on myself to be like, okay, contribute and, you know, yeah. I feel like I have to like go above and beyond because mm, you don't want to be know? looked over because you feel right. like you already kind of are in yeah. a way just because yeah. you are a female. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, that's a, I think that's a shared experience. Yeah. For every, every right, girl out right. there. I think, yeah, and in any job, there's, like, this feeling, like, oh, I have to prove myself, like, I belong mm-hmm. in this position. Like, even though you were hired for a reason, you know, right. you still feel like you have mm-hmm. to keep earning your place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. And especially, like, I think, too, since I came in with, like, no experience in the industry, right. like, I especially feel that, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to do even but. more and even more. And I'm not saying that's, like, a unique thing for women because, you know, men can definitely go through it as well. Mm-hmm. But being a female is just like an added layer. Like mm-hmm. we walk through the same doors, but right. I still got to do a little more extra yeah. to, to prove myself, I yes. think. Or maybe that's just a feeling that we have, but that's a feeling that a lot of men have towards women, I think. Um, maybe the older generation mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, I think the feeling of like, mansplaining we say that mm-hmm. a lot or like being helped along, you know, like, oh, well, we have to, you know, like, explain things over explain things yes. to you what or... can i woman explain mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah i know right what, what's what's something we could women explain to somebody i don't know like responsibility uh... <laughs> 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 oh so good initiative so, yeah so mansplaining actually okay i'm just kidding I was gonna <laughs> shut up you're gonna mansplain <laughs> just so i was like i've got this i'll explain it to you ladies do you want don't me to worry. tell you where the clit is or don't think too hard it'll hurt your uterus okay <laughs> I could, I could, uh, I could get like a diet. Maybe one. it's not about the clit. Like it's all about the journey and the friends you met along the way. More like the you clit clitterage. I, mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, American girl. We have stained your name tonight. <laughs> but yeah, so that I can understand that being a total struggle yeah, of like yeah. coming in and just being like. <laughs> I am now a director of marketing. That was that your initial title, like to start out with yes. fresh in the position. Yeah. Like, so even that was like intimidating. I was like, yeah. If I'm qualified to be this, but I'll just fake it till I make it. Oh, imposter syndrome right. is like a total. I have yeah. an engineering yeah. degree and I'm an engineer. And I'm like, I still don't feel like I belong. You're like, like I, don't I don't know what I'm doing, doing guys. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm doing. Half but, the time. but you do. It's just it's just like you have to dig deep and actually find mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. and I I feel like a lot of marketing or, or, you know, advertising and communicating product is just like common sense because we're all consumers. Right. It's like, yeah. yeah, if I were after this product, what would I want? Like, mm-hmm. what would make sense for me to see this and want this? Mm-hmm. You know, so that is, that's literally like so much of what I feel like. I do where I'm like I feel like this should be more complicated but like 
I feel like there's just something like, okay, I go with my gut because I'm like, I look at it as I'm, I'm a consumer too. Like you said, so what, what resonates with me? Right. And kind of go from there. And that's what you do. Yeah. (laughs) Is there like a demographic for Malort? I'm so curious. Like, is there an Um, age group you target or kind of a, I know you said like dive bars have been kind Mm -hmm. of your, your cult following, Mm -hmm. but is there another kind of demographic that you target or, uh, I mean, I feel like also like we do really well in like punk music scenes mm-hmm. yes so I can um see portland yeah. definitely right. for some reason right. portland yeah. like screams punk music maybe. yeah what <laughs> um so that yeah i feel like industry people for sure that's again kind of like dive bars um yes it's actually it's it's funny though too when it's when it's like the the ones that like you wouldn't expect like like older like there's this like biker group of guys in their mm-hmm. 60s who like reach out and they love Malore. so <laughs> it's it. funny how it's like it's for there's everyone. a very like <laughs> niche group but also there's like Malore can be for anyone you know mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. yeah Malort the merrier oh does that make sense oh, i don't know rachel i'm sorry i just really want the counter <laughs> Uh, Ding. Speaking of Malort for everyone, uh, we found some descriptors of Malort via Wikipedia. Oh boy, that okay. we want a live reaction. Oh yeah, perfect. Uh, I'll let Josiah take it away. So first of all, this article is super uh, interesting, very informative. Um, <laughs> it's, you kind of hit on everything about uh, the drink being a niche, niche, liquor. niche. Niche is the word. Niche. I've heard niche, but I think niche is correct. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Um, so uh, <laughs> thank you. Did you guys yeah, hear that? It says it's uh, it's got a lot of relevance among bartenders, bikers, and Chicago's Hispanic community, mm-hmm. which uh, has become a rite of passage for a lot of people there. Um, but anyways, um, apparently it was featured in um, a movie back in 2013. Yes. Um, Drinking buddies. Drinking buddies. Yeah. Yes. Drinking oh. buddies. Still seen, but it. I don't know if I've seen that. Star. Who's no. star? Um, it has. That one, MDB yeah. that. It has that say. one dude from New Girl. And also Jason Sudeikis. Wait, yeah, Nick, so, like, kind of yeah, Nick? Jake, yeah. Jake Johnson. Yeah. Oh, uh, who's yeah, Jake he's Johnson? The, he's Nick, Nick Miller, and he's from Chicago in the show, yeah. right? Yeah, I, it makes sense. But um, uh, in Drinking Buddies, uh, Jason Sudeikis's character says that Malort is like swallowing a burnt condom filled with gasoline. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. Don't That's, do it. Wouldn't recommend. Another one is I taking a bite probably? out of a grapefruit and then drinking a shot of gasoline. It seems like gasoline's like the. I always get mm-hmm. the gasoline off mm-hmm. of it. That was my first impression of it. The first time I ever had it was gasoline. See, I get more bug spray. I get the like. Well, because yeah. he put that thought in your sting, head. Sting kind of like mm. if sting had a taste. Well, I don't know. I've never drank gasoline. So you're right. I've had bug spray in my mouth. Just probably when you, wouldn't when, recommend. Yeah. Well, when your mom's spraying it on you when you're a kid, she's like close you know? your Wait. mouth and then you don't. Oh, you're talking about uh, okay. When you said your mom spraying when you was a kid, I was thinking back to gasoline and. Yeah, like, she lit me on fire. Kind of we at the gas pump. Yeah. She's like, "Open your mouth, kiddo." Big yeah. Zoolander girl. I was just gonna say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, those are great descriptors. Thank you for yes. who who what, what article is that? Who should we credit for that? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh. The people. It's really the people. There what is, is, if you even just Google like, "What does Malort taste like?" There's lists. I was gonna say that are just. What phenomenal. is like? Do you have like some some favorite oh descriptors gosh. of it that people it's, have there's have given ones you? that have been like they're like so long and so descriptive. Like Malort tastes like um 
like licking the inside of a guy's sweaty jock strap and then like <laughs> and then lighting your mouth on fire like things where they like get so detailed you're like how can they even like how like, do they don't even know, know what that, that would taste yeah. like no, what <laughs> it's a baby aspirin oh come on ads come on it's a baby aspirin wrapped in a rubber band rolled in pencil shavings and covered with bug spray Oh. oh, I get the wood. I and get that, the, the wood, wood and the graphite. Actually, oh. yeah. that as well. All right, can we talk? <laughs> one more, one more. I'm sorry. Yeah. One more. You're good. Uh, it's like if shame and regret were left to ferment before being stilled through an old sweaty shoe. <laughs> I think that's my Very favorite. Yeah. Damn. My favorite. But those are those are strong words. Yes. Wow. These are uneducated. Perfect. Well, because yes. we're definitely educated. Yes, super. I'm industry adjacent. I just so yeah. I don't make them. Right. I don't know what you're putting in this. Um, I'm just here. I did like have you. a question about wormwood. Like, does anyone know? That's what's in absinthe. Yes, I know that. But like, is it an actual? I mean, is it an actual tree? Does is wormwood so a it tree? Looks, it looks kind of like wheat to me. So oh. we get um these giant boxes, like larger than this table, shipped to us from Eastern Europe. And they come with dried wormwood in them. So it looks like dried stalks of wheat, except they have like these little balls on them. Yeah. And you can eat those balls. <laughs> I don't know why you would, but um, and Shut those up. taste like Malort times infinity. Like if wow. you think Malort's bad, it's just like one of those little balls. So yeah. you ate one. Yes, I have. We, we When we do tours of our distillery, that's like our dare to people. We're like, <sighs> try it. Yeah. You won't. And your distillery is out of... It's in Chicago. It's, it's in, in Chicago. Pilsen is the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, oh, another fun fact about Wormwood. So when we are making Malort and we are, we, we take like just piles of this dried Wormwood and we like put it in one of our stills and our distiller who does it, the first time I saw it, I was like, what's happening? He was in a full hazmat suit. Oh my <laughs> and I was like, am I missing something? Like, is there some sort of like hazardous material here? Should I be wearing gloves? Yeah. Like, uh, or should I not come near you? <laughs> He's like, Oh no, I'm just, this is like the wormwood day. I'm just like filling the still with it. I'm like, why are you in that? He's like, Oh, if I don't, then just Probably it gets in my pores. And all I can do <laughs> is smell and taste Malort for like three days straight it's probably oh like goodness. a level d level c so, modified yeah, with tyvek surprisingly oh, um familiar with this is that. actually yes right <laughs> up your alley okay so, yeah so that's your educated um response to what well i mean there's like a through d levels of ppe mm -hmm. but there's like different modifications to each okay well, there is. I know. I'm just cracking up at just the random a, knowledge that exists in people's a is A is the most um, toxic, secure. Right? Like, oh. yep, you're on supplied air. Like, what you picture in like a zombie apocalypse, okay. like, like, like Darth an astronaut Vader sounding like, right. yeah. okay. type shit. And yeah. then um, D is the least. Like, oh, face mask and a hard hat and high vis and steel toes. Like, okay, yeah, type that. shit. Right. Nice. Um, but level C is what I'm assuming he, like, picture Breaking Bad. Like mm -hmm. a Tyvek suit, probably white. It was white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, a lot of the times, the Lila will have like a full face shield mm -hmm. type or um, it can be an enclosed hood as well or an encapsulating hood. Right. Yeah, it was something. Definitely his entire face was. Yeah. And he had probably blue gloves and booties on as well. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. Got to wear booties to get the. Well, it's also like a, it's also a, a distillery, so you probably want to keep it well, sanitary, clean. Mm -hmm. yeah. sanitary mm -hmm. clean. You don't want to be tracking in right. random stuff and sure. 
hairs and mm, yeah. dirt. Yeah. Unless that's what my lord is. Well, you know. Well, you? For sure. Apparently not, because that guy's suited up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite part about your job? Like, having gone from a bartender to more of, like, an office position, mm-hmm. you obviously still get to do fun events, mm-hmm. um, like you did at the Anchor Bar yesterday. What do you like the best about what you do? Okay, hands down, it's, like, the the people who are fans of Malore yeah. are like the most loyal like crazy loyal people out there and so i do our social media too so it's like first i like usually connect with them there it's just like wild the things that people will do for the brand like tattoos or like stuff like that but it's (laughs) so recently this story i love because i feel like it really like came full circle like this is like a community like malort Mm. is this weird thing that connects people so we have um a huge malort fan she lives in Minneapolis. We don't have Malort distributed in Minnesota. So she, on the reg, will drive 30 minutes one way to the Wisconsin border where wow. we do have Malort. <laughs> wow. She will buy out the two liquor stores in Hudson, Wisconsin of all their Malort <laughs> and then drive back. So we've like, so like she'll take like pictures of her and her spread and it's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, anyone who does this, like, okay, we got to like feature you. I mean, it's just so, so unique. And so if yeah. you find, you know, it's, it's like, not just like, oh, no. this is a vodka. Like, it's like, no, this is something so yes. different it's than so anything unique. I've ever tried. It's like, mm-hmm. un- yeah, unlike anything. So, yeah. okay. So that's already cool. But then she um, is now moving to Phoenix and she posted something. And so she's like messaging me. Like, I feel like I know her just from this but she's like yeah i've had all these malort people in phoenix reach out and say well you're moving here like i'll be your friend like only just because all- they know like they both like malort like she's never met these people they just know each other from malort instagram i'm like well community yeah that so is really precious. sweet bringing people together so it no. sounds so cheesy but i'm like i feel like you could meet someone have nothing in common with them but if you like malort you like have this like instant bond right so right. yeah that's hands down the best part. So it brings us all together. They're the great. Days. Yeah. Malort. Malort. Malort, ladies. Right. <laughs> I have, I think, one, one question I've asked before. Mm-hmm. And I just am super curious about people's answers because it can go one way or it can go oh, another. Really? Okay. So if you could have a drink with three people dead or alive, mm-hmm. who would those three people be? That's a really, really good question. Um, I would say I'm going to go. Okay. Kristen Wiig. Cause I think she's hilarious. She is really funny. Yeah. Who? Kristen Wiig. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh, a, good, that's a good one. SNL gave yeah. me life. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a match. The target lady. <laughs> target lady. Aunt Sue trying mm-hmm. to hide surprises. Um, the chick with the little. Oh, that's funny. The, ch- the little. The Lawrence Velk show. Yeah, and she's that the one. sister oh, yeah, with yeah, the baby yeah. hands and the high oh, forehead. The baby hands. Yeah. <laughs> Bridesmaids. I mean, she's golden. The list goes on and on. Yeah. yeah. yeah I would agree with that one. That's yeah. Great idea. That is a good one. Okay, and then in, oh, I think it was like third or fourth grade, we had to do reports on presidents. Oh. I picked Richard Nixon. Okay. So um, I feel like I'd pick him because there's just so much controversy around him. What do you think he pick drinks? His brain. Like, what does he order at the bar? Malort. Malort? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely Malort. Definitely okay. Malort. Yes. Um, in old fashioned, and then he finishes with a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm feeling. I kind of see him like doing Malort shot like out of 
a bartender's like belly button. Ooh. Mm, I feel like you'd have a crazy Nixon does yeah. body I mean, shots. He's crazy a scandalous man. I don't know. I think he's you're right. Scandalous right. man. Confirm. Yeah. Nixon talked, does body we shots. We to him. <laughs> and then, um, so the third would be so where I live. Um, we have this one of the door guys in our building. He's just like, I feel like just like Aww, an OG gangster guy. One. It's really I wholesome. Feel like I would love to just hear his stories. Wait, so the doorman his name at- is Irv. The same doorman that Andrew would know or no? No, but oh. there was that's now I live in a different place. There was a really interesting door lady there. Yep. Yep. Do you know what I'm talking about? She always had crazy what eyeliner. What year did you live there? Sorry. Um, 2006. <laughs> okay. So, Sick. Way different. But another crazy well, lady? It could yeah, dude. You had to be crazy to work. You did. There. You <laughs> definitely <laughs> did. You're like you're like in a decent part of Chicago, but still downtown, downtown Chicago. Yeah. So who knows who's walking through? When I lived there, there was bulletproof glass. Shit, believe it. Yeah, in the office, and there was like just a kind of see-through, buzzy in type deal. Yep. Because the place we lived in, you'd walk. There's like three different doors you had to walk through just to get into your apartment because you walk and in. And do they still have the like on the elevator? Do they have the you know the old school? Oh thing yeah, you pull? they and they had the elevator, the old school pull through. But I always took the um. What do you call it? The, stairs. No. Oh. <laughs> the Women explain stairs. No. The dumb waiter. Um, is that what it is? The dumb waiter. The old school. Uh, what's the fuck it's called? Um, the big ass service elevator. Just, yeah, oh service, yeah, just no, a service loading, elevator. Like the elevator. Loading, yeah, because yeah. that one. All the the by the time I lived there, the old school elevator like literally had to pull the gate across and then it would work type deal. Mm-hmm. Cool. Worked like thirty percent of the time. You should have had like own. a crank. That's the floor I'm going to. Or was it a bunch of show? Was I feel like. Okay. But you felt like you're an American horror story. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I got <laughs> that stuck in that thing twice, and I took the service elevator every single time after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! How long were you stuck? Uh, twenty minutes and probably like forty minutes. One time, me and my friend were yeah. literally just on our phones playing Heads Up. Waiting for the fire, <laughs> literally the fire department to get us out of the elevator. No. I got stuck in an elevator in my high school once. That was really freaky, and I was on crutches because that's why I took the oh, elevator, right. right? And I'm just there, like stilts, like just you're, okay. Uh, your for armpits like 40, are dying. Forty minutes. Yeah. My dad taught at the high school. He didn't even like. I'm texting him, but there's no service, and I'm like, nobody knew I was gone. <laughs> oh, I was emergency like, emergency right. button. <laughs> yeah. No one answered. Mm-mm. No one cared. But here I am. Ouch. That was you a survived. It was a big character development. No one cares about tale. me. <laughs> so I have a very, I wanted to kind of circle back here because you said something that made me interested. So I went up and looked at what Richard Nixon's favorite drink was. No way. And while I Gin did time. that, uh, oh. no, uh, a lot of presidents had a fucking problem with drinking. Like all of them just drank. Well, that makes sense. Why. I wonder mm. why. Mm. Um, no one's sane takes had, that job. Right. He had, two, <laughs> true. he had two favorite drinks. As far as cocktails goes, uh, martinis were his go-to. Okay. He actually poured mm-hmm. himself a martini right before he stepped down as president. Oh. But his uh, actual favorite that he liked to have was a super bougie bottle of wine, uh, Chateau Lafitte Rothschild. Um, mm-hmm. But when he had people over, he would have it poured for himself 
and he'd have all the guests get poured like cheap red wine. <laughs> no, and, so and he would he would have the bottles covered with a towel so they didn't know what they were actually getting, and they'd all be like, "This is really good so shit." Sweet. And he'd be like, "That proves my fucking point. You guys don't even know what it is." It's from like sure. fucking pull that Walgreens. I love this, and I think that this should be a thing that we do. We should ask people, "What was your favorite president?" If they don't have one, just name one, and then we look up what their favorite drink was because that tells a lot about a person, and that's just like case in point. He's kind of a shady guy. Do you have a favorite president? I mean, did Abraham Lincoln drink? I don't even know. I would assume. Did he? That was the Civil War shit. I hope he he probably needed a few. (laughs) No, he was one of the driest presidents. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. Facts. He seems like very pure. I know, that's honest. He was honest. He's an honest man. I just vibe with Gerald R. Ford. Grand Rapids. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. Even the way that he got in office, whatever. But yeah, he was a homie. I also really like he was I mean, also really hot when he was young. Yes, really? he was. And he went to what at U of M. He grew up in EGR. Yeah. Football like player. I went to his I went to his won funeral. The Heisman. Did he really win the he won the Heisman? Won the Heisman. Swear to God. Swear to God. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a stud. What a stud. <laughs> he was a stud. Oh, dude, he was super. Wait, he show me. Like, he looks like everyone drink. from Holland. <laughs> Where did so you went to Michigan? Yeah, I played football. Oh my god! Someone told me, did you go to Hope College? Calvin College. Calvin, Calvin College. Sorry, University, I didn't yes. mean to say that, Josiah. Josiah, I went to Calvin. Oh, yeah. Yes, I went to MSU. Oh yeah, you went to MSU. I'm to Grand Valley. Yep, it's actually yep. though, uh, I feel like it's very divided. But um, my brother and I went to Calvin. And my sister went to Hope. So we're just kind of like, Rivals. whoa. It was great because I was the oldest. So like, I feel like you know they're both small. So. You like I got I did the Calvin party scene and yeah. then all of a sudden my sister went to help. I'm like, oh, and then I just went there to like their parties. Yeah, so it's kind of like the best of both worlds. What did when you went to Calvin? What did you want to be when you grew up? So initially <laughs> I wanted or I started as a psychology major. Mm. And I was like, this isn't challenging enough. <laughs> psychology so was not go, I'm going to go really, really hard. And I went for communications. Nice. Oh, just wow. But uh yeah. It kind of worked, worked out. I'm, I'm like, yeah, what do you use more? Psychology or communications? <laughs> Actually kind of a weird mix of both. Yeah, but definitely. Sure yeah. I would think mm-hmm. a little bit of both. I don't use my degree really either. You do, but what I did don't. You, did you go what did you go for? Um well I started as a history major. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a museum curator. Oh, I love history and I love old yeah. things and uh, just it's so fascinating to me. My father was a social studies teacher my whole life. Oh, yeah. So just was, you know, I was always learning something from him. Mm-hmm. Like he'd just see him like, oh, you want to know the history? of it? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, But that was really fucking hard. It was so oh, hard. Really? And mm. I have a really, really like I have a partial photographic memory mm-hmm. and I like could definitely pick out you know, times in history, but I, my brain like picked and choose what I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if it was something I wasn't interested in, it wasn't interesting enough. No, nope. it's not there. Yeah. Right over my head. Yeah. Um, so stop that. And then I had a really, really awesome professor at Grand Valley, um, Dr. Hauser. And she, I had her is, for like a, you re- is she related to Doogie? I probably not, but <laughs> um, but I just had her for like a one-on-one geography class, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna stick with her. So I just kept taking geography classes. Swear to God, all because of her, all because of her. And oh, so wow. I have a degree in uh, geography with an emphasis in urban and regional planning. Love it. And I did Whoa. it all with her. Not all. There obviously there's other professors, uh-huh. but like all because of her. 
I owe her everything. She, like her and I are besties. We still talk to this day. Oh, that's so um, cool. But yeah, then uh, I worked at the Bob downtown. Grand <laughs> couldn't find yeah. a job because I wanted to be a city planner and there was none of that. Uh-huh. And then when did I, you work there? 2018 to 2019. Okay. And I did security. That was crazy. So you want to arm wrestle? Let's arm wrestle. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Full circle. I'm not sure if I do. <laughs> um, and then I worked at Farmers Insurance, and now I'm in at yeah. SCT Environmental. Um, okay, wait. So when I was still a minor, Ooh, our crush. jam was the crush. The yeah, crush. Or whatever. Which was, if for those who don't know, crush is or was the nightclub before Eve was Eve, but Crush was on the first floor Mm -hmm. where home is or home it was because the Bob's closed. The Bob's closed now. Did you know that? that. Okay. So so Crush turned into something else. Crush turned into home, which was kind of like a, it was just a whole bar situation that had a live music stage. Uh It was the lowest key part besides the basement Mm -hmm. up until the close and it was the best part. Oh. I think. Because it was was hidden, kind of. Yeah. Um, but Crush, I heard really, really fun stories. I can't yeah. imagine the nightclub being on the first floor <laughs> instead of yeah. Eve and ugh. right. Did you yeah, get hepatitis when you walked in? Or? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. what that's what, <laughs> what got me coming back for more. <laughs> I just got addicted to hepatitis. <laughs> Super into it. <laughs> just all the STDs at once. Ew. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. No, it was so fun. Honestly, oh gosh, I hope you, you had a good time. I had the best time. And whenever you're back in Grand Rapids, definitely let us know. Ooh, we'll have okay. a return guest. Have another party. Yeah. We'll have to I'm reconvene. In. Or we'll come see you in Chicago. Or maybe yeah. that. Ooh. Yeah. Do you guys do traveling? No, we, we get her we get her next time. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys should come to Chicago and we'll do a podcast there. That would be lovely. We're in. We could do a crossover app. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Our boys, the simps. Oh, can That'd you imagine? Fun. It would be Let's a fun do little it. road yeah. trip. All right. Can we expense that? Is that a thing? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All you right. can write it off. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Steph, well, thanks so much yeah, thank for you. letting us talk your ear off. And thanks for bringing the drinks. They're delicious. Yeah. If you guys are ever in Chicago, pick up uh, Malort's spritzes. They're yeah. great. Or just Malort in general. Yeah. Highly recommend this one. I can't mm-hmm. stop drinking it. I'm slurping it down. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks, Steph. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. And just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, just a reminder, our email is live. We still haven't gotten any emails from you guys. That's we, okay. It's all right. But we really just want to hear from you um, so we can read your stories on our mini-sodes. So that email is hello at callherpappy.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find reels and little teasers before this episode drops on our Instagram Call her Pappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Twitter as well and our TikTok as well. But yeah. we are working on content for those. So stay tuned. When we say working, we just have a lot of ideas have, and zero follow through. So I am working on it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bizu, bizu. Bizu, bizu. <laughs> All right. Let's eat some fucking tacos.